0: All right, uh, welcome to the attendees. Uh, this is our webinar for the Market Intelligence Report for the week of June 15th. I have Ryan Standard with us who's gonna dig into the low CI section. As we're going through this, please go ahead and submit any questions that you have in the Q&A section of the webinar and Ryan will be sure to answer them at the end of the call. Uh, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send whatever comes up on your mind. And with that, Ryan, you wanna take it from here?
1: Yeah, thanks, George. I hope everybody's June is progressing well and they're enjoying summer, despite my blue shirt, blue background, and kind of blue face. It is a warm, nice day here. I'm not uh, freezing up. So uh, we'll dive right into uh, yellow grease this week was the the featured topic. We're seeing some down pressure in that market and forecasting some lower prices in the near term, and a lot of this is tied to top-down pressure. Um, What has happened over the last three, four weeks is a return to more normal levels of cattle, hog, and broiler, turkey slaughter, and so there's a lot of animal fat on the market, and that animal fat is having a hard time finding a home because uh, uh, feed demand is down, and a lot of that has to do with heavy animals awaiting their spot at the uh, slaughterhouses, and so feeders don't want to put any more weight on those big hogs, big birds, you know, big cattle, and they're cut fat way down to a minimum in rations. And so we're not seeing a lot of inclusion of animal fats. And as a result, we're seeing lower yellow grease prices. I mean, nobody's going to pay $0.25 cents for yellow grease if they can buy choice white grease for $0.19.5. And, and that's just that's really it's that simple. And we think that pressure is going to stick around through late June, early July as this, uh, these heavier animals that are in queue for the slaughterhouses uh, get worked through. Once that happens and the the kind of cycle returns more to to more normal operational timing, then we'll see those inclusion rates go up. Um, I think a big reason for that is, you know, traditional weight gain, but we've got low prices right now, which should be attractive to the feed formula, uh, feed formulators, and then we're forecasting an increase in prices there into uh, August, September, October, before we see the traditional or typical slide into the winter months. Um, Another reason for higher prices after this little trough that we're expecting here in June, early July is corn. Uh, Corn prices, um, you know, they've been bouncing around the last couple of days, but the demand has started to pick up with ethanol production uh, resuming to, it's not quite normal yet, but we're seeing a lot higher production relative to four to six weeks ago. There's more demand for corn, so that cash corn Market that base levels tightening up, and so there's fewer, cheaper alternatives for the feed buyers. And so that's going to push more buyers into the animal fats market at these prices when they decide to up, uh, up their inclusion rates. Um, kind of going back to the top-down pressure, uh, we've seen lower prices in the BFT market over the last uh, couple of weeks. A big reason for that is the increased production, but we're also seeing lower demand from the oleochemical sector, and we expect that to continue in the near term. I think when the first wave of COVID lockdowns or slowdowns hit, people rushed out to buy a lot of personal care products. They stocked up. And so these companies were running at a sprint to keep up with uh, the consumer demand. And you know, just like you go out and try to run five miles at a dead sprint, you're going to run out of steam pretty soon. Uh, that's what's happened. Like there's people have got stuff stored away. Demand is down on that end and so the producers are slowing down in response. Uh, We expect that to continue in the near term. That's going to keep some pressure on the tallow and limit the upside of the feed fat market when it does uh, kick in. Uh, Additionally, feed demand for tallow is pretty weak at the moment because they booked early and they didn't have big demand because of those low inclusion rates. Same thing with choice weight grease. We're not seeing a lot of demand from the biodiesel sector. Um, There are anecdotal reports that B100 sales are slow through the summer. They're having a tough time attracting a lot of demand at the prices they have to sell the biodiesel at to cover the feedstock costs. And so there's uh, pressure there. And then again, feed, that's the other half of the choice weight grease market. Uh, Demand is fairly weak there. So not a lot of uh, interest at higher prices for, for choice white at the moment. Um, and that kind of comes full circle back to uh, used cooking oil, which gets lumped in with yellow grease, although it's a, a much separate or much different product, a uh, very specific product that's just waste vegetable oil or can be animal fats from, from restaurants. Um, prices seem to be very steady. Uh, Despite the very tight supply in the market, markets well sold through July. We're hearing prices anywhere from thirty and a half, thirty-one cents delivered golf uh, as high as thirty-three and a half cents delivered golf for used cooking oil uh through July. August uh is still up in the air, um, but we expect prices to be steady, if not stronger, on used cooking oil in that August position. Demand from the European market is very strong, and so we anticipate uh East Coast sellers will be able to benefit by moving product into, into that market. And the West Coast market is strong. Um, Yellow grease there, with the exception of a few select loads that didn't meet biodiesel spec, um, has been very steady. And UCO is very strong as well as the LCFS credit value continues to support feedstock prices within that specific California market. Um, yeah, and with that, George, I think we can take any questions that might be out there
0: okay thanks ryan um so if any attendees have questions go ahead and please submit them to us and we'll get them answered right away um ryan the uh, first question i have is are you seeing any increase in export demand
1: Uh, we have it because prices have been so high relative to so for example palm or uh, bleachable fancy tallow or especially technical tallow um, prices have been way too high versus palm to have uh, much appeal into any market outside of renewable diesel. Uh, numbers were off for um, Mar- or for April into Singapore, and that could just be shipping concerns. Um, there may be some downtimes in the renewable diesel market coming up, which would affect export uh, uh, demand. But there are storage capabilities to, to mitigate those those downtimes. So at current or at recent prices, no. Uh, I expect export demand to pick up over the next you know three to four weeks as prices kind of bottom out and they become much more attractive to to uh, international buyers
0: okay um, how much lower uh, can we expect bleachable fancy tallow to go
1: so yesterday it was offered down unsold at 24 for renderer um, I think another penny on the renderer market is reasonable and uh, which would put Packer in a similar level so uh, I know that there's been sales outside of the Chicago market above 24 on the Packer material but with the chemical demand slow and feed buyers seemingly well covered through June I think it's reasonable to expect another penny or two weakness um, in the market see Packer settle at 22 23 and and render at maybe a 23 cents level
0: okay Um, what are you seeing when it comes to your DCO forecast
1: Um, That is under some pressure. We're seeing smaller volume loads trade under 20 cents FOB. I don't think that's the norm. Um, It seems like it's going to settle into maybe a 21 to 23 range, um, maybe 24. Um, There still is a little bit of feed demand out there from the all-veg sector, especially with soybean oil firming up, but the biodiesel demand just hasn't been there to, to support the market. And as more of these ethanol plants come online, and start producing corn oil, then there's just gonna be more material out there looking for a home and sellers are gonna to have to be competitive with each other to keep the, the product moving. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't expect it to get much cheaper than than that twenty three, twenty four level, just basis numbers we've heard into the Gulf for renewable fuel through through July.
0: Okay, and, and that's I think
1: it's like a twenty eight, twenty nine delivered level.
0: I think this uh, next question is kind of answered by that, but any sense as to how much DCO is currently going into biodiesel?
1: Uh, I think that the biodiesel buyers are well covered on previous purchases. We're seeing some go in at the lower prices. So 21 delivered, um, you know, 15, 20 truck load trades, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's, really big demand out there at say last week's like a 24, 25 market purely based on the cheaper choice white and other alternatives out there.
0: Okay. Um, are you forecasting any kind of uh, big changes tied to this next wave of COVID in Q3, Q2, Q4, or even Q1 of 2021?
1: Uh, nothing as dramatic as we've seen or as, as what we saw in you know, March and April. And I think the reason for that is a lot of these lockdowns were And you know, I'm no epidemiologist, um, but the uh, I think the first wave of, of lockdowns were tied to giving hospitals a chance to uh, catch up, you know, to prepare for a wave of people that may be coming in and need intensive care. And so now that protocols are in place and people have their processes laid out, I don't think that we'll see a severe of a lockdown, even if we do see a spike in cases you know, in July, August, October, whatever it may be. So while there will be some interruptions, I think, um, tied to a second wave, uh, we're not forecasting any dramatic drops as of now. But, again, things can change. All right, Ryan, thank
0: you. Uh, We don't have any more questions to answer on this one. So uh, to the audience, thanks for your time. And uh, we look forward to having you on the call next week. Ryan, thanks for your time and your insights.
1: Thanks, everybody. Have a good day.
0: Bye. Bye.